Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. It's 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is now D1 Speaks. I am really excited about tonight. We've got Luke Carter joining us. He is a 24 uncommitted prospect from Georgia. Hey, Luke, are you with us? Yes, sir. I'm right here. Hey, man. Fantastic. Glad you're here. Hey, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Maybe include your high school, a travel team if you're playing with one. GPA and kind of how did you get into playing baseball? Yeah, so um, I'm a 2024. Uh, I have a 4.0 GPA. I attend Brantley County High School down in the Hunter, Georgia, small town. Probably hadn't heard of it, but anyhow, uh, I play for um, the Pines organization under Tony DeRoso. It's out of Nashville or Moultrie. Um, but I got into baseball when I was real young. I pretty much tried out for every rec sport they had um, just to see what I was into because my parents just wanted to get me out and play and stuff. And really the one that I enjoyed most and I instantly caught, uh, uh, you know, an attraction for was baseball or T-ball at the time. And ever since then, it's it's been my focus and it's been what I've wanted to do and wanted to keep uh, advancing in and, and keep growing in. Love it. So, I hope I pronounced this correctly. Nahutna, Nahutna, Georgia. Nahunta, yes, sir. Nahunta. What, what is what is that close to? Um, it's it's not it's uh, next to Brunswick, I guess. Most people know Brunswick, Georgia, or Waycross, Georgia. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, Brunswick is right off I ninety five. Certainly know that. I'm down in Florida. If I'm heading up and I'm going through Savannah, I'm going to go through uh, Brunswick. So I know where that is at least. So you're South Georgia. Yes, sir. Perfect. Man, I love that. All right. So let me ask you, um, your love of baseball, what positions do you play? And, uh, and really, what are some of your strengths? And maybe a couple things that you're just working on. Yeah. So last year, um, and I, I was kind of proud of it, but I was a utility guy. And pretty much wherever the coach told me I was playing was where I was going to go. And it changed a lot of games depending on what guys we had, who was pitching. Um, but this year, uh, I've really I worked hard with one of our coaches, and I started shortstop. And so I, I've played some third and second, but I'd say my main strength is that um, I'm versatile. I can I can move to the outfield if you need me to. Um, I've, I've actually started a bunch of region games this year pitching, um, but definitely a, a main shortstop guy. Um, I'd say I, I got a decent arm across the infield, probably low 80s, 82, 83. Um, but I definitely want to work towards, you know, getting into the higher 80s, maybe touching 90 um, just to get some attention on that arm. And um, as far as the hit side, uh, I had I had more pop this year than I had before. I, I hit four home runs, three in region play. Um, but my average was a little bit lower than it should be. So next year, my, my goal was to to bring up my average, but definitely keep some pop and barrel. Okay. I think you're being a little bit humble. 
uh, you got a pretty good recognition in regards to your shortstop play this year, didn't you? Yes, sir. Just a few, just a few rewards. What were some of those? Um, I was all region shortstop for for our region this year, and uh, my my coaches, as far as the team went, rewarded me the Gold Glove. I think I had a nine five three fielding percentage. Man, that's awesome! Congratulations, and I—I got to tell you, one of the things I knew you were being humble, and I got to tell you, one of the things that stands out to me immediately is the pride that you said you took as a sophomore, being a utility guy. I got to tell you, man, if you're going to play at the next level, and your versatile, your versatility plays a key role in being able to play. You know, it's pretty difficult to go in into uh, a college program and say, "Hey, I play this one position." You know what I mean? Unless you are a lockdown, no doubter, right? Yeah. If you've got the opportunity to kind of move around and play, coaches are going to eat that up and love it. So that's awesome. I love yes. that right there. Hey, uh, anybody that's joining, thank you so much. Certainly appreciate you being here. Uh, if you did join late, we record this series, so we'll be able to retweet it out later, and uh, you can hear it in its entirety. Tonight we're talking with 24 uncommitted Luke Carter. He is out of Georgia. Hey, let me ask you something. It sounds like you've already got a ton of motivation. You know, you're, you can tell right off the bat you're super humble. Right. But I know that you're that you're motivated to keep improving your skills. So, what is it that pushes you to get better? Well, um, part part of the the motivation is is seeing the rewards that came in this year. I'll say um, I didn't have as much success in the first two years of high school, but but just being able to see the um, the success that comes from all the work that's being put in behind the scenes. Um, I can, I can call out my coach, Justin White. I, I can't tell you how many hours I've spent one-on-one -on -one with him. Um, and I'm so thankful he was willing to go out and work with me before games and after practices, just, you know, when, when other guys are leaving early or showing up late, you know, but it, I, I would say that the putting in that, that extra work and seeing it translate over into games whether it be um, a play that I was struggling with the week before and now I'm making it in a game or um, a pitch that I'm having trouble hitting with and then I, I knock a double into, you know, the right center gap off the of outside, which I was struggling with. It's, it's just seeing the, the, um, the product of the work that's put in. That, that's my main motivator, to keep, to keep working and keep seeing more success. No doubt about it. You keep putting these little goals out in front of yourself or, or areas that you're struggling and you're putting the emphasis on it. And then you see those rewards. No, I have no question. That is what keeps you motivated. That's exciting. That's exciting for anybody. And that, that translates into all walks of life. You know, it's not just sports. It's anything in your life. If you're struggling in a certain area and you put that focus on it. And then if you have a great mentor or a great coach, it, it, like you're talking about with Coach White, somebody that's yes. really kind of pushing you, you know, and, and holding you accountable and has the knowledge uh, to really kind of bestow upon you as well. All that wrapped up together is very, very exciting. And yeah, right. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Absolutely. So, and I know you've had, I love this question. You know, the, the, I'm thinking about your, since every rec, league type game you got signed up for yeah. you know what i mean since you were just a kid and you kind of fell into into baseball that real passion i can only imagine you probably had a lot of memorable moments 
in your uh, lifetime already on the field and probably some fantastic achievements. You've already touched on a couple with the gold, gold glove, all region, huge achievements. But if you can only name one that maybe stood out more than anything else and kind of more importantly, Luke, really, what did you learn from it? Well, um, like you said, I mean, I've had a lot of moments through, through the years, but I will say one that I can touch on personally just because it's fresh in my mind. Um, but from this season, uh, we, we faced um, an opponent f- actually from Waycross, which is the big city closest to us. Um, but Ware County, they're a 5A school, and us being 2A, we were definitely the unlikely opponent. But anyhow, um, we've been unsuccessful in all our games against them in the past years, count- countless years. I'm not even sure how many. Um, but that night, early on in the season, I was uh, four for five, and I didn't have any, like, wall bangers or home runs or anything, but just a, a bunch of hard ground balls. I remember I think I had two hard ground balls through the five-six hole. One um, I slapped off speed over the shortstop and then another line drive on a curveball. But just small hits, but the thing about them was they were timely, real timely. And, and I just remember coming up in tough spots and either – um, getting a couple RBIs, important RBIs, or leading off the inning. And that it just helped me to realize that, um, you know, some of the best moments are when you can help push the team forward and not just, you know, hit a hit a nuke as everybody wants to do these days. Um, but it's more about having a productive at bat than it is uh, having a showy at bat. Man, Luke, that is so wise and so true all the way around. You, you hit on so many little topics there. I'd love to just kind of go back through. You know, one, you said Ware County, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. All right, everybody's heard of Ware County. A yes, ton, ton of athletes come out of Ware County. <laughs> a lot of football guys. Okay. Uh, they are definitely. That was, a big, that was obviously a big-time game, big rivalry. They're in a much larger classification than you guys to beat mm-hmm. them. I mean, I can only imagine how that may have – kind of spurred the team on i'm oh, curious was. i have no idea how did how did your high school season go this year well um early on in the season we we had another i think it was our first game we had um a matchup with another 5a or 6a school um Brun- it was actually brunswick and we won it. it it was actually a crazy series of events but um uh, a big hit in the bottom of the seventh inning and and some errors and stuff but really i think it was a walk off inside the parker which was <laughs> crazy but that that really set the tone and i think we started off with a with a 3-0 season one of those being the Ware county game but we were just on fire and all the bats were lighting up and it was just like i said it was the scrappy hits that was doing it for us and tight defense solid pitching but yeah and and as we went on, we, we kind of got in a slump and towards the middle of the season. But we started off region play with a 3-0 uh, sweep against our main rival, Pierce. And Pierce, I, I really, like I said, against where I can't remember the last time we had one, definitely not two wins against Pierce. But that was, that was a big um, fire starter in our season. And it just went from there. We, we, uh, I think we won – three out of our five region series but definitely a good good season compared to the past many seasons and i'm really excited for next year with a bunch of rising seniors 
I was just about to ask you, was it, are you a pretty young team with a lot of guys coming back? Yes, sir. I think we started seven juniors last year. Uh, we got one sophomore that's done real good for us. And um, we had two seniors. One was a catcher and one was a pitcher, but the pitcher actually hurt his wrist midway through season. Um, long story, but anyhow, we do have a lot of, a lot of guys coming back. We're real excited. Well, that is exciting, man. Expectations are going to be through the roof. Right. You're gonna have you're gonna have to be working overtime with Coach White. Definitely, yeah, I plan on. <laughs> and you know, one last thing that you mentioned about uh, they don't all, all have to be wall bangers or nukes. You know, it's, it's kind of sometimes just putting the ball in play, right, can be some of the biggest parts of an of an at bat and, and is successful at bat. And it's incredible. You know, you can look at guys or or be, go to a game and you may see somebody end up with halfway decent stats, go two for three, two for four, but really didn't produce anything. And you can see somebody else maybe go 0 for three, but in reality that 0 for three was better than their two for four. I mean, it, baseball can be kind of a wild game. Um, hey, Luke, let's kind of keep moving here. Uh, oh, I do want to let everybody know that that's on. I posted a tweet from uh, Luke. I put it in the nest. If you just kind of swipe up, you'll be able to see that. It's a quick way to uh, find out a little bit more about Luke, you can click it. It'll go straight to his profile page. And if you wanted to get in touch with him, maybe send him a DM, anything like that, it'd just give you really quick access. So, uh, Luke, you started out by introducing yourself. You set a pretty good number. You said your GPA is 4.0. And, you know, from my understanding, 4.0 is, seems like a pretty decent GPA. It's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. So how do you really balance your academic commitments with your baseball practice your games and your staying behind to work a little bit extra with coach white you know you're throwing a lot at the baseball field how do you how are you keeping up with your academics as well well um last year was real tough for me just uh i kind of loaded down my schedule with a bunch of rigorous classes but um it, do, it does take a lot of effort and a lot of uh, mental effort in, in the classroom, just trying to stay on top and, um, you know, stay up in the rankings and stuff. But um, I would say the main thing for me is, uh, from past experiences, making sure I get my assignments done as early as possible. Because uh, in the past, when I haven't been on top of it, you know, it, it takes – the extra hours on the weekends when I'm not doing baseball, just trying to catch up and getting stressed out over schoolwork. So if I can spend, um, if I have off on a college block or something in class, if I can spend that time catching up in another one of my academics or something, just so I don't have anything on my mind for the game that day or, or a long practice up ahead, it's just uh, making sure I get stuff done on time or even early to make sure I've got nothing on my plate. Isn't it incredible? You know, and, and, and the things that you're saying are really, really wise. I mean, it's super maturity. It's so much easier to, to get things done as they come along and not put them off. As much as we just don't even want to do it, and it, it can be rigorous, it's not enjoyable. Mm -hmm. But the longer you delay things, it, it, not only will it mess up your academic life, but it would really kind of start, you know, spilling over into your physical uh life as well and and that's not good you know and 
So I, I love that you're saying, hey, let me get this. Th- let me let me get all my assignments knocked out now. Just as each one comes, let me do it, and I'm gonna get it done. And obviously, these are not easy classes, as you mm-hmm. kind of pointed out. You're taking a pretty rigorous schedule, and I think you may even be a little bit humble again as you're talking about your class ranking. I mean, where wh- wh- what is your ranking? Well, right now I'm number one in my class, but it's it's definitely. Uh, like I said, it's it's taking a lot of hard work outside of uh, baseball. But well, the good news is you only got one year left. No, I'm kidding. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, I know you brought up Coach White, but as you know, are there any other particular players or coaches that have really been influential in your development as a player? Um, I'd say that uh, Coach Cox is our new head coach, and he's actually I've been surprised uh, a lot of. A lot of uh, college coaches and and other high school coaches know him. He's he's a pretty popular guy down here in South Georgia. But um, he just came in last year or last summer actually, and he got right to work. He brought us a ton of um, arm strengthening exercises, like a bunch of band stuff and weighted balls and medicine balls. And as a two A school, you know we don't have crazy funds for all of that. But he worked with what we gave him, and he completely turned the program around. And I think last in my sophomore season, we had a nine and twenty one season, and this year, I think we were twenty two and um, thirteen or something. I don't know, but a, a complete turnaround. But um, I would say that um, as far as his, his impact on me is he's he's shown me a bunch of new drills hidden. And he's he's brought a whole nother uh, approach to my hitting game than I had last year. More of not being afraid to go up there and attack, you know, early fastballs and and try to put power behind the ball instead of, um, you know, just trying to keep my average up. Which which I I said earlier that I wanted to bring my average up, but it still it still didn't hurt me much. Early on in the season, I had a three hundred plus batting average. So he he's he's definitely helped me on the hitting side of the game. Man, I got to tell you, Coach Cox sounds like a fantastic guy and, and tremendously knowledgeable, well-rounded, known throughout the community, and a great leader too. He's done a great job of pulling together all the all the guys this year. We've definitely had much better uh, team attitude than we did last year. Had to have. I mean, I can only imagine. It's no fun. Hey, baseball's still a game. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know a lot of people say it doesn't matter if you win or lose, but man, it sure is a lot more fun when you're winning. And to go through a season where you only won nine games, that's not fun. It's not fun for the guys playing. It's not fun for the parents. It's not fun for the student body. Certainly not fun for the coaches. Yeah. And for, for Coach Cox to come in and kind of turn that thing around, I mean, that's, you know, you, you guys obviously bought into what he was selling. And uh, I think, hey, it's going to be exciting to kind of see what happens to you guys next year. Definitely. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, again, everyone, thank you so much for joining. We certainly appreciate it. I do want you to know that we were we record this Twitter space and we turn it into a podcast. The podcast is the Now D1 Speaks show. It can be found on just every major uh, platform that's out there. So whatever, wherever you listen to your podcast, I would certainly appreciate it if you just did a quick search on Now D1 Speaks subscribe to the show and if you like what you're hearing hey give us a five-star rating we would certainly appreciate it um so much of the game is mental you know what i mean and as i'm thinking about 
some of the, the class work that you're going through, your, your class ranking, hey, you're well on your way to make, probably become a valedictorian. You rank number one in your junior class. You're taking tough classes. You're very conscientious about getting your work completed. How do you go from just a, you know, a, an academic day where you're putting your best foot forward to just walking out onto the field, whether it's a practice, a light workout, or really, more importantly, if it's a game, how do you, how do you kind of flip that switch to put everything else behind you and really get dialed in to, uh, a, into a, to a baseball game? Well, it's, it's definitely flipping a switch. It's a big change from uh, all the, all the mental, mental things that's going on inside of school. But um, I think part of the reason – this is part of the reason I had so much success in the field this year, but I think my way of escaping from all the stress that came from outside the field was uh, getting out on the infield with Coach White and just doing the simple stuff, um, getting down on my knees and doing everyday drills as we call them. Uh, you've probably seen Ron doing with Ozzy on YouTube. I'm sure everybody's seen that video, but um, just just simple drills to get get my mind uh, kind of numb before the game, just so I can depend more on my uh, reaction than pure thought. Because I've I've seen firsthand how thought can affect you. Um, I'd say this year I've done my best as far as um, having a a short memory and and being mentally tough out there, but definitely just doing simple drills and um, kind of relaxing before the game, taking it easy and just trying to remember that it's a game and it's not anything more than that. Man, again, super mature, you know, very professional approach. And, and I think it is taking the mental piece out of I it. Mean, you can overthink it. There is no question about it. So I love the way you just kind of get, get a little bit of a good sweat going. You know, you've already put in the work, you put the hours in and you just, you're just letting yourself react to the game as it comes to you. Hey man, that's a great process. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. So what are some of your goals? All right. And I kind of want to talk short term and long term. We, we've touched a little bit about probably the excitement coming into next year, you know, with the high school, but what are, what are some of your goals maybe over the summer that you'd really like to be able to accomplish? And then longer term, you know, where are you trying to get to over the next two to five years? Well, um, short term, over the summer, uh, I'm definitely trying to uh, – I'm playing football. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I'm trying to work on my speed a little bit. Uh, and I've seen recently how much speed is how, – how important speed is. Um, but I'd say I'm definitely trying to work on that as a shortstop and, and being uh, – being early in the lineup, trying to trying to work on my speed and attack a little bit more on the bases, um, but also um, arm velocity. As I said, Coach Cox has got us uh, plenty of arm exercises that I think are, is going to help me get to where I want to be as far as um, throwing across the infield and, and maybe even pitching and stuff. Um, but also just as far as hitting goes, trying to work on um, being a little bit more consistent um, and of course, you know, hitting home runs is fun, but if you can't do it every, every other game or, you know, every week, every so often it's, it's not as efficient. So, um, but long-term really right now, my goal is just to keep playing wherever I can. You know, I've, I've still got a love for it. I hate to see the guys that get burnt out from it, but, um, I, I'm just trying to 
pursue, you know, a good academic um, path as well as a good uh, competitive athletic program. But um, just trying to continue my, my game at a college that that'll have me and um, somewhere where I can put a lot of work in. I think I saw something. Um, I was watching the Braves game the other night, and I saw a stat that said almost 48% of uh, college guys or uh, MLB guys have been drafted out of four-year colleges just showing the development that goes on there. But just trying to get somewhere where I can keep on working and uh, keep playing. That's a good plan. It's a great plan, actually, Luke. And I don't think you're going to have any trouble finding a school academically at all. And it certainly sounds like you got the physical tools as well. And I think that's a great – you know what? I, I love that stat, the 48%. And, and you're not old enough to know this, but that's a, that's a big change. I mean, it was – the way to go into the MLB 20 years ago, you were coming out of high school, you know, I mean, kids really weren't going college, mm-hmm. but the development piece in college is unreal. I mean, if you have an opportunity to play in a power five conference at one of these D one schools, you are going to get, you know, you, you're going to have fantastic facilities. You're going to have a great meal plan. You're going to have uh, a great workout plan. You're going to have super practices. You, you'll be limited on the number of hours you can practice, but you're going to have uh, a great workout when you're out on the field. As a parent, I would know that my son's being pretty well taken care of if he's in a college atmosphere, as yeah. opposed to nothing wrong with it, but just, you know, as a, from a parent's perspective, man, if my 18 year old son just graduated and was drafted and now he's playing, you know, in some town in Iowa riding a bus around and eating fast food yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? It, it's it, tough life. That's a tough life. So I think you're seeing more and more kids kind of take this college route to uh, MLB. That's really kind of an interesting thing you threw up there. Hey, you uh, touched on football. Uh, no, I didn't know you played football. Is this your first season that you're going to play with the school or have you played in the past? Well, uh, it's kind of an awkward topic, but it is my first season, first-year seniors. I know that is not a good um, thing to say around <laughs> football coaches, but uh, they finally convinced me to, to go out this year. But I, uh, I really, I'm seeing it as an opportunity just to work on my athleticism a little bit, and I wish I would have started sooner. But um, I've always enjoyed watching it and stuff, and I thought I'd be pretty good at it. So I decided to go out and – and I know injury is is always uh, prevalent. Um, you know, it's it's in the back of my mind, but but I'm hoping that it'll help me a little bit with my speed, like I said, and just uh, reaction time and stuff. Definitely help for shortstop. So you're you're talking a good bit about speed and agility and so forth. What what position are you kind of envisioning yourself to have an opportunity to play? Um, well, Coach Cox conveniently is the running back coach. So he, said, <laughs> <laughs> he said he might try to get me back there. Um, and my my best friend, or one of my best friends, is uh, the quarterback. So hopefully that I'll fit right in. Oh man, I have no doubt that you will. It sounds like you're going to have a great time. And I'm going to tell you, colleges love multi-sport athletes too. So I mean, and you'll develop different muscles, and and it's just a whole different dynamic as well. I think you're going to have a great experience. Um, I appreciate you doing that. Hey, uh, hey, if anybody is listening and you're an uncommitted high school prospect, uh, graduating 23 or maybe you just graduated or a 24 graduate, 25 graduate, or you're uncommitted in, in junior college. 
And I'd love to be able to talk to you. Feel free to reach out to me. I am now underscore D1. You can send me a direct message. We are uh, booked through mid-June, I believe. But we are going to do this series all the way through summer. And again, it's Monday through Thursday. So we'll figure something out and uh, get you on. Uh, so one of the other things that you just kind of mentioned, Luke, was looking for a school academically, uh, you know, as well as uh, athletically and just somewhere where you could probably fit in. Well, you know, to, to really be able to play baseball at the next level, you, you need to be recruited. So just kind of give us an overview of where you are in the recruiting process and then maybe even throw in what's kind of an ideal scenario for you. I mean, would you preferably like to stay in Georgia or just it doesn't matter? You're willing to go to any state, large school, small school, private school, state school. I mean, what's what would kind of be like the hey, this you don't have to name the school, but what would be like the perfect situation? Yeah, well, um I haven't had uh, much contact with coaches, and I'm I'm working on it, and I'm I'm really thankful for the opportunity you've given me here tonight. But um, I I have to say, you know, pretty much I'm pretty open to any opportunity at this point. I'd like to say, if I had a preference, I'd like to stay within Georgia. Um, I like where I'm at. I like the community down here, um, but I definitely want to pursue. Um, some type of engineering or pre-engineering program, but I know that is um, definitely out there in small colleges, and I'm willing to go that route if that's what it takes. Anywhere that's willing to have me where I can uh, work on my craft and, and keep on playing. Um, but no, I, I def, I'm definitely trying to trying to contact some guys, and, and uh, no matter what, God's will be done, so I'm, I'm just trusting his plan, and and uh, Lord willing, the opportunity will pop up here and there. Well, that's certainly the truth. No question about that. And I think you're going to have a lot of opportunity right here in front of you. I think Coach Cox, is, as you mentioned earlier, is probably pretty well connected, probably looking for a big uh, spring, uh, summer season, you know, with Pines organization as well. Yes, and then it sounds like your school may get a lot of attention, probably preseason heading into next year mm -hmm. with the, you know, you're going to have seven starting seniors potentially, you know, with a ton of experience. And so it's going to be, it's going to be pretty exciting. And, right. and then you couple that with the grades that you have. I mean, you're going to really be able to offer a coach uh, a nice package because you're probably going to be able to take a little bit of athletic money and or baseball money and a little bit of academic money as well. And probably, probably really create a very nice package for yourself. And it's so exciting. I mean, I always think about this and it's one of the fun things about doing this show is uh, it's not all about the stats and uh, the performance on the field. I mean, you've already got that. You're an all region shortstop player, you know and I mean? You've already got great work ethic, mm -hmm. but man, the, the work that you're putting in on the, in the classroom that, you know, that, that's just kind of blowing me away. I mean, that is the piece that coaches are going to love that. Cause then I don't have to worry about you off the field, you know, and, and as I say, it'll really kind of help roll up a nice little package for uh, scholarship money. It's going to give you a lot of choices. I have a feeling you're going to have to really sit down with your parents and start narrowing things down and trying to figure out what it is that you what, what's going to ultimately be, ultimately be the right fit for you. So, congratulations, Luke! Really, really good stuff. Hey, let's end it with uh, one question, just kind of where you're maybe looking back 
with some experience, you know, maybe some younger guys that are kind of coming along. If you had an opportunity to kind of pass along to them, maybe some things that you wish you had known when you were younger, you know, or things that you've just been able to learn as you've gone along, what kind of advice would you give a younger baseball player? Well, the thing that I've, that's been with me my whole, uh, I, I guess you call it career, <laughs> um, is definitely the mental side of the game has held me back a little bit. Um, being a, a bit of a perfectionist as I am in the classroom and all, it kind of carry. I've let it carry over to the game in the past, and I think that's part of the reason my my first my freshman year and some of my sophomore year wasn't as successful. It's just uh, overthinking stuff and and letting letting the mental game take over instead of like I mentioned earlier, just letting reaction take place. Um, but definitely the thing that I I try to advise uh, young players with is just develop a mentally tough mindset and and that's really overlooked in young baseball, which I think is kind of ironic because it becomes a main problem getting up into, you know, 13, 14 you and on up into high school. Um, but I, I think it's just learning that one mistake um, never really determines the outcome of the game and that it's more of a team effort than you realize. Um, but just just learning to make a mistake and get over it so you can continue to perform. Man, I love that. Definitely got to have a short, short memory. That's great advice right there, Luke. Man, I have got to tell you, I have really enjoyed this evening. I think that you've got uh, – you bring a lot of elements to the table that are going to be very, very attractive to, to schools at the next level. You put in a ton of hard work, and I think you're going to see the fruits of that work really pay off for you. You know, and I, I hope you feel good about it. I hope you feel good about tonight. You know, I, as I say, I absolutely enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. I love what you're doing with these guys. Hey, well, thank you so much. Hey, I will tell you, we're going to be back again tomorrow night, you know, 9 o'clock. We've got kind of a, a different guest. Guest It's Danny Prebick. Danny is at Limestone University. That's in Gaffney, South Carolina. So he's already at the next level, and he's got a really interesting story. And, in fact, he approached me, wanted to know if he could come on because he thought it would be so good to share his experiences with some guys that are uncommitted right now. And uh, so I would ask anybody that's listening, please come back tomorrow. I think you're going to want to hear what Danny has to say. Yeah, uh, If you do miss it, just know that it's going to be turned into a podcast as well. Again, find us. We're now D1 Speaks. Uh, subscribe to us. Give us a great rating. Hey, Luke, thank you again for being here. Uh, I did enjoy it, and I wish you nothing but the best of uh, success moving forward. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely, Luke. Good night, everybody. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast.